Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, thank you for joining another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here, and we have another exciting episode for you. Uh, it's in the holiday season, things are going pretty well, and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Deborah Zadha, and she's over here building out her personal brand, uh, becoming a new author and everything. But before I get into everything that Deb's doing, uh, Deb, why don't you just take a moment to introduce yourself? Well, um, like you said, Deb Adagio, uh, new author, actually um, trying to get uh, a memoir published. Um, I actually may do it as an indie author. And for those who don't know what indie author is, um, basically that's somebody who self-publishes. Um, mem- uh, memoirs are not, um, you know, unless you are absolutely well-known, mem- uh, publishers don't typically pick up memoirs. Um, so that may be something that I look into in the future um, if I can't find a publisher for that book. But it's a really well-written book. So if there's any publishers that are listening today, you know, feel free to contact Leonard and maybe we can do something. Um, but I have seven other books that are also in the pipeline right now um, that are, uh, you know, I myself find myself to be a very good writer. So seven other books also in the in the pipeline. Um, I also have a blog um, with over 250,000 views. Um, I uh, have been guest blogging. Um, I have some other folks who are starting to guest blog on my new website um, as well. I'm also a registered nurse. Um, I haven't been doing that. I've been kind of busy with the writing and other things, so I haven't been uh, doing any nursing uh, the last couple of years uh, since I've been busy with other things. And I am a very happy cat mom to two cats, so that keeps me busy. Yes, nice. I know, and we do have Biscuit here with us, too. She actually just wandered off for some food, but I'm sure she'll be back shortly. So, yeah. Awesome. So it seems yeah. like you've been yeah. doing a lot of things, and you said you have a ton of books that are kind of in the pipeline I, right after your memoir. I do. Yeah, Where, so the uh, memoir is done. I'm querying that right now. Yeah, I just have the ideas that are just coming and coming and coming, and, you know, writers to have this thing where they're either working on one book or they might have one other or for some reason we just get hit with all of these ideas at one time and our muse just strikes and so we're juggling all of these projects all at one time and I thought for sure I was just going to be a non-fiction writer you know because our our typical um, saying for ourselves is write what you know Um, Mm -hmm. at least for myself you know that for as a nonfiction writer, but I just have all of these other projects, these ideas that just keep coming at me. And um, so, you know, I've actually posted all of my books that I'm working on on my website now. So I do have a, a website, and that's kind of something that I'm hoping that you and I can talk about today um, is how to get this website out there a little bit and to kind of get some branding going for that. Because like I said, I've been working a lot more guest blogging on other people's blogs. And um, I'm kind of hoping now to bring that back home a little bit. So all of my book projects, except for the one that hit me this morning, (laughs) 
<laughs> and that I actually now have two chapters written on um, is is on the website. So, oh, awesome! So, uh, yeah. before we get into exactly how we could go out there and build your personal brand, I know I yeah. had an opportunity yes. to read your memoir, and it kind of gets into an interesting place where it. Uh, where you might not have had a life that was so full of sunshine and rainbows like many other people have had. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to kind of describe a tiny bit of that experience growing up, what that was like? Sure. Sure. And I think this is why you and I connected, actually, is because your your book came out, and, of course, I bought a couple copies of it um, just oh, because it was so helpful. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, yeah, I think, you know, if you can push that a little bit, go go for it on in my time. Um, yeah, is because, you know, my book is actually all about kind of tearing off the mask. And, and I built up the mask because my life, my early life was so fraught with pedophiles and abuse. And, um, you know, I, I unfortunately, because of that background, um, ended up um, being very um, traumatized, you know, and had a lot of um, mental health diagnoses, uh, PTSD, uh, social anxiety, depression, um, bipolar. Um, and so I ended up about five years ago having a serious um, breakdown and um, ended up inpatient uh, in the mental health crisis um, unit and spent five days there um, with suicidal ideations. And so the book is really kind of about my past, but it's also, it's written in four, in three, uh, three stages. And the first stage is about the past and um, kind of a dark place. And then the second section is kind of, I, I liken it to where the moon is, um, you know, where the, where the moon is, is going through an eclipse. And it's dark, but then, you know, the, the light is starting to shine again. And that's the second section where I've gone through therapy and I'm kind of learning how to rebuild my life and live in a way that uh, kind of pushes aside all that, that, that darkness. And then the third section is kind of how I've learned to live a life in the sunshine, um, where I'm rebuilding my life the way I want to live and the lessons I've learned and how to love myself and how to love my past and make it all work together and to become a strong person through what I've lived through. So that's kind of what my memoir is. So it's not technically just a memoir. It's, it's, yes, it's a section of memoir, but it's more like um, how do you get over all of that stuff and look yourself in the mirror and love yourself every day and do the, do the really hard work that you need to do to overcome all of those things that you've lived through. Basically, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and, and go another day. That's basically what it is. Uh, I mean, not a lot of people, I, I mean, not a lot of people are able to recover from an environment where they grow up and there's a lot of pedophilia that goes around or even moving to the point of going yeah. to check into a place for about five days where I'm pretty sure you were quite limited on what you were able to do uh, to kind yeah. of getting, yeah, to kind of like getting to a place of like yeah. sunshine and rainbows and a lot of people end up yeah. stuck in those situations, replaying those events or 
just mm-hmm. becoming a victim to the life that they were in, and yeah. they don't really ever make it to the uh, sunshine and rainbow parts. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, well, and I won't say it's it's sunshine and rainbows. I mean, I you know, every day is not. I mean, believe me, I have my days still where I sit in the corner of the couch and and you know, I don't fuck on my thumb by any means. But I believe me, I'd be tempted. You know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. But you know, I, I definitely now have the tools to help me get off the couch, basically. So. So do you, do you think the biggest contributor to giving you the tools so that you could uh, live and kind of have a more fulfilling life came from therapy or another source or a mixture of places? Yeah. It was, you know, for me, I grew up um, thinking I could do it all myself. Uh, you know, you pull. I, I am. I was always this big proponent of pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and just make it work. And um, finally, I just had to give in and um, and say, you know, I need help. And once I could do that, um, I went through the process of finding a therapist, which was not easy because a I thought I could do it myself. And so every you know, it took me a while to find someone that I clicked with. And who clicked with me? Because as a stubborn, strong female, I needed a, I needed to find a female. But B, you know, I always thought, oh, therapy is not for me. You know, that's just like, that's just flim flam or whatever you want to call it. That's not for me. You know, so everything that the therapist came with, I'm like, that's not going to work for me. You know, it was when I finally got to the point where I said, okay, I'm going to try what you have to say. And I didn't just push it all away, when I finally got to the point where I accepted help and, and found someone who, instead of saying, you know what, you're not going to accept help, I can't help you, who finally said, you know, listen, why don't you just, why don't you just try it? Just, just put a, just try, you know, I know you don't think it'll work, but why don't you just try? And, you know, there were things that worked and there were things that didn't work. I was right. There were things that didn't work, but at least I tried it. And by trying it, then I can find the things that did work. So not everything is going to work for everyone. Not every aspect of therapy will work. And I just had to get to the point where I stopped being my own worst enemy. That was that was where I had to get. Wow. That's kind of crazy to kind of go through the entire process. And I, 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 know how you, I know what you mean by being your own worst enemy. And I think it's pretty easy to just become so critical of ourselves. I mean, I'm still critical mm-hmm. of myself now. I'm like, oh, wow, I did I that. That looks horrible. <laughs> I know you are. There are sometimes I think some of your I see some of your tweets and I'm like Leonard I just want to shake you you know I'm like Leonard stop <laughs> it <laughs> and it's kind of it's kind of weird how we kind of put ourselves into this mood where we're just so critical of ourselves when everyone else right. is just like whatever <laughs> yeah I I know I was thinking that today actually when I was driving to this I go to this group and it's like it's this group is to like help you change your mindset about things. And I'm driving and I'm listening to the the people on the radio and they seem so happy and cheerful and everything in their life is so perfect, which of course it never is like you and I both know that it never is. And I'm like, how do I get to that point? And I'm like, 
Deb, you actually sounded that way five years ago. Like you had the mask fully in place and everybody thought your life was so perfect. And you and I know that you can actually do that. You can actually make your life seem so fantastic. And underneath, it's just this cavern of absolute, like this pit of despair, you know, underneath it all. So, you know, you know how that is. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how we could just put on a mask and act if everything's okay, but the bottom line is it kind of just crushes away at our soul and just takes away from who we are, and it just becomes harder and harder and harder to keep that mask off, and you can just be like, okay, bye mask. Right. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, it's kind of funny that um, I had mentioned your, your book at the beginning, of this, and I had uh, mentioned to Ryan, who actually is just FYI for people who don't know what she'd probably do, but I had um, mentioned to him, I, I was like, we should write a book together. You guys, this book is called Ditch the Act. I'm like, we should write a book together called Ditch the Mask. <laughs> uh-huh. That's a good one. Like, that, that really is. I know. I'm like, I know, because I could help with that. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's another true book idea. Means. Book number nine. Anyway. Cool. So, so, so you're, you're in the phase right now where you kind of want to go out there and build a personal brand. You want to get your website yeah. in order. And I'll be able to give you more details of exactly the mechanics of what you could do to really go out there and make that happen and what different things that you yeah. kind of need to put on there. But before we hop off to a commercial break, um, Why exactly is it that you want to kind of go out there and build a more powerful, successful, or or a more bigger personal brand? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I've been blogging for someone else's website for quite a while. Um, And like I said, my my blogs that I've done for him have over 250,000 views, which is pretty significant, I think. Um, You know, they're, they're good blogs. And um, uh, why give that to someone else when I can do that for myself? So, um, you know, I enjoy blogging. I I think I need my and my you know my husband likes to likes to blog as well. He likes kind of the process. We like to travel. We like to go to different restaurants. We like to eat the food. We like to talk about it. Um, And then I also do kind of want to start to monetize that a little bit as well. I have some ideas for monetizing that. Um, The other thing is somehow like travel and, and food, it doesn't go hand in hand with this. But another aspect of that is I do want to use the voice that I have as a mental health advocate and put that in there. My writing is a big part of my blogging. And so I also want to somehow bring in my experiences in the mental health arena and use that in my writing to help others and be an advocate. So I want all of that to go in there together. Cool. Awesome. And I, well, you know, I, I just want to bring all that in there together. So one, you've seen success with someone else because you've been writing for yeah. them. You kind of want to translate yeah. that success for yourself instead. Two, exactly. you want to go exactly. and talk about your experiences with like um, all the things that you enjoy and kind of build a community around mm-hmm. that. And 
Three, yeah. you want to go out there and share your, your experience with mental health in case other people yeah. are dealing with a situation so they can kind of overcome them mm-hmm. themselves, right? Cool. Yeah. Perfect. So well, I just have uh, a voice. I want to use it. Yeah, awesome. That sounds like a great intent exactly for building out a personal brand. Uh, we'll hop off to a commercial break if you want to check out that sure. book that uh, – Deb was talking about uh, that I wrote. It's called Ditch the Act, Reveal the Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success. If people want to find you online, Deb, where can they find you? So it's um, K-D as in dog, D as in dog, Z as in zebra, O, D as in dog, Z as in zebra, O.com. So it's KDJojo.com. Cool, perfect. Then we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Deb Adagio. And we've been discussing a lot of the journey on exactly what went through in Deb's life to kind of get her to where she is today uh, with a lot of these struggles and um, downfalls that she faced in her personal life to kind of hitting an eclipse 
and then to the uh, rebirth. And now what uh, Deb's been doing is working on her website. We kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier. The web domain's K-D-D-Z-O-D-Z-O. Oh, wait. K-D-D-Z-O-D-Z-O.com. Yeah. And on that website, uh, the purpose of it and the whole purpose of Deb's uh, journey to really go out and build her personal brand is so that she could go and share mental health with the community, go out there and talk about her food uh, adventures and her travel adventures or her stays at hotels. And also so she could go and translate the success that she's had with another uh, website with uh, herself where she was generating about 250,000 views on that particular website and uh, how she could kind of put that into her own hands. Um, another exciting news of what happened today is the company that I'm a chief marketing officer for uh, that specializes in data privacy called Zoo uh, just received conditional approval to list on the Canadian Stock Exchange. So we're about to be a public company. Yeah. Anyways, let's get back to the uh, basics. So over here on your website um, that you've been working, um, how, how long have you been working on this? Well, this website, this particular website, we have been working... Well, we, we started this website about mm, four months ago um, and then took a little hiatus on it um, because, that, like I said, I have been blogging for someone else. I've been guest blogging for someone else. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where all of my blogs have been going. Mm-hmm. So this particular site um, just kind of took a little break there. Um, and then I decided... Nope, not going to do that anymore. I'm going to focus on this website. <laughs> so I actually, I went to Columbia and I went ahead and just did my blog for myself and posted it on my Katie Jojo website uh, just a couple days ago. And of cool. course, you know, I only have 18 views on my Cartagena uh, blog, which actually is still 18 views. It's not, you know, 250,000 views or, you know, each of my other blogs got about 25K views, 25,000 mm-hmm. views. Um, you know, so 18 views is not 25,000 views, but I will take it. Um, it's only in three days. So, you know, I know that it'll, you know, it'll ramp up and it'll be okay. Um, you know, so I just decided I was going to start working on this one. Um, the other thing I did do is I, you know, I linked my old blogs to this blog, and then I did put all of my book projects onto this blog as well. Um, so I need to kind of start ramping up what I, <clears throat> the information I'm putting on this blog. So this is a new blog. I know I started it like four months ago, but I haven't really been putting a lot of information on this blog. So just the other day I started to really feed information onto this blog um, and I guess, you know, that's kind of why I'm here is to really get some good information about, you know, how, how do I push this website out there? How do I, what information needs to go on this website um, to really make it more marketable and, and to make it so that I draw people in? I think that was something, you know, that I, I had mentioned to you um, as far yeah. as what my goals are for today, you know? Sure. So usually people go to a website once they kind of get to know who you are. Uh, They become familiar with what you're doing. And usually to grow uh, traffic to a website, a lot of the work that you end up doing 
isn't initially on the website you're, uh, at the right. very beginning. Uh, of course, there's a lot of fundamental things that you need to do first off uh, with your particular website, such as maybe setting up an easy way for people to subscribe for updates. So then you could start to build out an email list where it makes it very easy to get closer to that 25,000 views once an article is published as opposed to 18 because you have a built-in audience. And to go and hash out your bio and a few of those details a little more, um, you, you, you read Ditch the Act, so you kind of get the general idea of how to go and build a bio mm-hmm. and all those other things, right? Yep. Uh, uh, so what you were looking Probably for more... No, nope, go ahead. Oh, so what you were looking for more is ways to really just build the audience and grow uh, your website exactly. so more people can... Right, cool. right. Like how I push it out on, like especially on social media, um, you know, because I'm, I'm on a couple of places of social media, so like Twitter, IG, Snapchat, Facebook, but like IG, Snapchat, Facebook, those are not really places that I, I really consider like high high places for pushing out like a website. Twitter, yes, yeah. you know. Unfortunately, I had like a, I had a, a Twitter account that was like 30K, at one point and I took a little sabbatical and then I tried to come back and I could not for the life of me get that account back open. So I had to start another a Twitter account. So I'm at 5k oh, no. now, which I'm still like, yay, I'm at 5k. You know, <laughs> I would give anything to have that 30k account back, you know, for this purpose. Oh, yeah. I'm still at 5k. I'm still at 5k. That's I'm happy with that. But you know, um, so I guess, you know, the other thing is too, is like what, um, you know, what social media, people find really helpful for this because there's so many different social media places that you can go to, but you know, not every social media platform is useful. So, so for what you're doing, it, it's pretty easy to get stuck into the weeds. It's easy to get lost and not know right. exactly what to do and where to go to really go and build a lot of exposure. Uh, the problem with a lot of these social media platforms is like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. They're really designed so that you kind of stay within their platform and you continue to mm-hmm. use their tools. And that's the user experience that these social media companies really make their money off of. The longer you stay on Facebook, mm-hmm. the longer you stay on Twitter, the more money these companies make. Yeah. So when it comes time to like pushing you off to another site, like <clears throat> it's uh, like they don't really prioritize that much. So it just makes it yeah. a little bit harder for a content creator like yourself to get your writing to be seen, to get people to actually go mm-hmm. to your website. So yeah. one way to counteract that is to... Uh, a lot of people, when they're posting content onto social media, they'll like state what it is that the article is going to be about, or they'll just go and kind of do the run of the mill of um, this is my journey to XYZ. Uh, one thing that you could do from the social media level is to really think about things from another level and kind of like cut. Uh, cut off the juicy part of what you're about to say so people would have to click over to read more like over in Colombia I went to the uh, mountains then I saw a coyote and dot 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 and then someone's like oh you saw a coyote what what do you mean and then they went to go and click and read through 
So that's yeah. one thing that you could do to really go out there and yeah. get more people to start to see your content. Yeah. But it's not something that's going to move the needle. Like maybe when you do that, yeah. the piece that you have 18 views on would go up to like 36. So it's not going to like completely change the game with the content you're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, what I usually like to do is <clears throat> I usually like to title pieces after I write them. Um, mm-hmm. usually, usually like, let's say I took a trip to Colombia like you did in my head, I'm thinking five things I did in Colombia that were awesome. And then I'm writing about those things. And then at the end of the piece, like if I went back and I used that, uh, same headline, five things I did in Colombia that were awesome, like that probably wouldn't be that clickable for people to really want to go and look for that type of content or even want to see it. So what I usually do is after I write the piece, I find the most compelling things that are within it. And then I use those things to kind of go and build out my, uh, build out my um, headline because with all the stuff that happened, it just becomes like um, a little bit easier for people to be intrigued about what's going on. For example, for your Columbia article, it's titled Carta Gaina Columbia. And yeah, I don't even I don't even use the title as like a, I, I I've never even thought about using the title mm-hmm. as a as a way to draw people. Yeah, and um, I, I was, like yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people don't really think of that. But then when you think about it, it's like the first thing that you see uh, when you look at other yeah. people who are creating content. You're like, oh, wait, that title, that's interesting. And um, that's subconsciously yeah. why we're clicking on things. But then um, mm-hmm. when we're look, looking like a title like Cartagena, Columbia, like that's pretty descriptive of what the piece is about, but doesn't really like intrigue yeah. people to um, right. click on it. To go there. But yeah. then yeah. just scrolling through the piece, uh, you could see like um I'm like that you, snorkeling in Cartagena. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's one way, like just taking one little thing about um your trip and then tying it in. But like let's say you were to tie in three different things, like um right. snorkeling, uh let's see. <clears throat> like I'm not sure a lot of people know that there's islands around Cartagena. Maybe you could like add right. that into the headline and take an element of that. I see these little beach yeah. houses which look pretty amazing. But then if you kind of use the content that you kind of developed and then put it back into your headline and made it something that wasn't mm-hmm. maybe about 15 characters, but maybe you made it in like 60, 70, 80 characters, then it gives people right. more information and it, you have the ability to really draw people into wanting to actually see what mm-hmm. that's about. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll so, have to use more of that because I've, I've been just using, like, all the content in the actual – I mean, my like, when I was doing the guest blogs, like, you can actually see if you click on the guest blogs, I do a lot more in the titles mm-hmm. than I did in my own blogs. Like, yeah. the guest blogs there are – like magic, like they're Camden, Maine, way more than expected, or the solitude of Burden Pond, or humpback whales on Stellwagen Bank. 
you know, they're like wild horses of Assateague Island and New York State, not just one big city. So, like, I did that on all of my guest blogs, but not my own blog. Huh. It's <laughs> kind of it's funny how we do would... better work for other people, yeah, right? <laughs> other people, but not for myself. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that funny? You pointed yeah. that out, and I'm like, well, why wouldn't I do that for my own blogs? Yeah. It's yeah. like I, I just got lazy for myself. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. It, yeah, it's kind of putting in that extra effort. And then, um, like, when I'm looking at the uh, next piece for Togo Africa, like, um, that one's not, that one doesn't have a featured image at the top, which means any random image within the document could get pulled. It but what you want up. to have yeah. is, yeah. So I need if to actually to, change that. Yeah. Yeah, the the third image is supposed to be the featured image. I don't know why that's not even showing up. Huh. The one with that's the with weird. the beach. That's supposed to be the fe- Yeah, that was supposed to be the featured image. So I'm going to have to go change that. Yeah. So it's that's, funny how yeah, that is that is weird. Someone else looks at something. <laughs> I know, like I'm like, there's... "Hey, cuz I certainly don't want the picture of me with the monkey to be showing up at the top." Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that that one people could kind of get into a little bit, and then when they see it, it's uh, a little bit yeah. more interesting than having that be the very first one. It, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So now I got to go figure out why that didn't work. But like I said, you know, I've just been putting the work into it the other day. So yeah, yeah I'll definitely go change that. Cool. Little and then let's see. Uh, I mean, the uh, pieces are written pretty well. You do uh, talk about a lot of the details that people would really want to know when they're going through a trip. Um, another mm-hmm. thing that you could potentially do is if there's um, things that you kind of mention within the piece, like let's say you, like in Togo, West Africa, you mentioned that you use Ethiopian Air, a new airline uh, that flew you directly over there. Uh, with that piece of content, you could also uh, locate maybe the social media manager of that particular page and say, hey, look, I featured mm-hmm. your brand on this uh, piece that I wrote. Would you possibly yeah. be interested in resharing it with your audience? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, question about that. When you mm-hmm. put in Ethiopian Air, if you hashtag that, does that do anything? Not really. I didn't think so. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. so. Because I, no I did that with the other one. I, like, hashtag Delta, and I'm like, I don't think that really does anything. Because yeah, it's not like an it ad. Doesn't and really it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to reshare something if you just add them. It's usually right. actually asking them if this is something that they would find okay. shareable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. And then starting a connection with different brands so then you could start to build relationships with them. And um, sure. sometimes you okay. have to maybe get off of social media, maybe uh, email a manager who works at a company and start the conversation over there. Because usually for social media, okay. it's usually just a social media person who handles it as opposed to someone okay. who might want to build a relationship with you as time progresses. Sure. Okay. Yeah, because we, you know, we would definitely use Ethiopian Air again um, for travel to mm-hmm. to West Africa. You know, I mean, they they're an amazing airline for that. Um, 
for, for the particular places we go. Um, they were very good. Cool. That's a good, that's uh, a good suggestion. Thank you. No problem. Uh, it's about time for another commercial break. If you want to follow yeah. uh, Deb's new blog, you could go to kddzodzo.com and you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim and we'll be back after this commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to The Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel change starts here change starts now join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Deb Adaho, And we've been talking about uh, different things that we could do to help uh, Deb's website get more visibility. Over the commercial break, uh, Deb, you mentioned that your website's built on Wix, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we paid. We definitely upgrade upgraded. You know, it's not just a free version. We definitely paid to upgrade the site. But you know, it's definitely still limited. And um, you know, Wix it's a little bit difficult um, as far as monetizing the site. It's hard. The programming it's definitely difficult. Uh, the programming aspect to monetize the site. So um, I was just telling you, you know, we're probably going to have to find someone who knows a little bit more than we do about how to make the programming work with the advertisers um, mm-hmm. it, because we're, it's a little bit out of our realm. So that's what I was talking about during the break. 
Yeah, and the other side about using Wix is it's not that friendly with the search engines either. So Google and other places like that, they kind of have difficulty right. in picking up places like this. So it makes it extremely difficult yeah. for your content to be seen. So yeah. it would be recommended to probably use a WordPress theme with a WordPress-based site um, where it's custom yeah. built and the programmer is spending a little time and building that out for you uh, to kind of get the fundamentals yeah. down for that. Um, another yeah. thing is how, how attached are you to your domain kdjojo.com? Uh, <laughs> Actually, um, quite attached. Um, that has some meaning for us because of what it means. And the, mm. Jojo means go. It's spelled uh-huh. weird. I do understand that. Um, but the word means going. Um, and that means multiple things to us. And it's in my husband's language. It's, it, the word means going in my husband's language. And um, so it, it's a weird spelled word, um, but it has a lot of meaning for us. Um, going, of course, in travel, you're going somewhere, but it also means a lot to me because it's part of my, my, my specific, um, personal, my personal, like, you know, I've gone a big distance in my life personally, uh, from where I started to where I am now. So going also means something to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so Katie going doesn't mean anything like the word in our language, but yeah. Jojo, even though it's spelled weird, it means a lot. And my husband and I really spent a lot of time coming up with the word um, to really translate what we wanted our website to be. So it's a, it's a hard spelled word and I do understand that and so it's can it be spelled J-O-J-O or not really um not really I mean I mean you can you can spell it that way you can spell anything any way you want to so I do get that the K-D-D-Z-O-D-Z-O it's not exactly easy to spell um you know maybe in the future I have to think about it again and I had a feeling that was going to be something that you were going to bring up in this phone call for right now, I'm going to have to continue to think about that. No worries. And I, you know, um, I don't want to be... It's, yeah. It just it's means not, a lot. It's not going to crush your visibility, but it's also not right. going to help your visibility. It's right in the middle. So if it's going to stay that yeah. way, it's completely fine. It's not something that you're going to yeah. absolutely need to change. Um, but, yeah. um, like, well, if you're... I. I thought about it because most websites are clickable. Most people don't have to type the letters in. It's just when mm-hmm. I say, this is how it's spelled. Like, if you want to find me, this is how it's spelled. It's K-D-D-Z-O-D-Z-O. So people are like, what? Like, I get it. When I have to spell it out for people, it's difficult. But most links are clickable. So, you know, if they're looking at... at something under Google, they're like, oh, I'm going to click that link. That looks interesting. You know what I mean? And that's how most people find a link um, is they click on it. So uh, it's something I've thought about, but well, it's definitely something I've thought about <laughs> and I will continue to think about definitely. I don't want to be a hard case about it because I do understand it's limiting a bit. 
Well, another thing is the KD, like uh, it could be Kofi Deb, because like you're yeah. kind of limiting the ability for people to have the searchability to find you. So if it's if someone's like typing in Kofi and Deb trying to find your website onto Google or yeah. search engine and your web domain's KD, like it doesn't really register and click. And then I'm going to just mm-hmm. try click typing in Kofi and okay. Deb to see okay. if it Okay. Comes up. All right. Yep. That's, yeah, that's um, an idea. Yeah, because you at least want those names on there. And I just did a search for Kofi and Deb, and that's entirely what your website's about. It's about you and your uh, husband, and um, it's not on the first page of Google when it could be. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's oh, for the KD like part, not, you... not the JoJo part. Okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. So when you search for us, the website doesn't come up. Yeah, um, I, I just typed in Kofi and Deb, though. Um, yeah. So let's see if I typed in your last name behind that. Um, I mean, I doubt the, the it site, probably would just because we yeah. haven't really been doing much with this website, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, those are just some of the basic elements, like just getting your names and everything down so people can find it if they're searching for your names and whatnot. Um, yeah. And if you could incorporate maybe your names into the uh, title of your website, your web uh, domain, that would be a little bit more helpful. So, um, okay. like if it's KDDZO, uh, then, um, and then DZO again, like that could just look like typos to someone. But there, uh, as, as long as there's like yeah. maybe like a Kofi or a Deb in there, then people could say, okay, okay. those are names. And then maybe that's okay. like a motto or something like that. Uh, okay. So right. in regards to visibility, it's going to help. Um, another thing is okay. uh, with a lot of the, uh, with like your bio on your website, I saw that might be about like two or three paragraphs long. Uh-huh. Um, but you, what, if you're thinking from a search engine first approach where people are coming to your content because they're looking for uh, different things or anything really, uh, what, Search engines usually do is they put long-form content at the uh, beginning of everything. So if you have content mm-hmm. that's like two, 3,000 words uh, for your bio and all the other things that you're doing, you're having a higher probability that your content's going to show up onto the first few pages of Google. Okay. So are you talking about like our about page? Yeah. So that should be the first page? Uh, no, um, on that page, it should just have more content, like two to 3,000 words. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here I am trying to be all humble. You mean I have to talk about myself? Yeah. Wow. You wrote all a right. whole book about okay. yourself. <laughs> I, I did. I did do that. I did do that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, we can do that. And um, right. one thing that's going to, um, like, you have a tab called travel and a tab called food. Uh, kind of like we expanded upon the headlines, if you kind of expand upon those a little bit. like um, Okay. Instead of just calling the title food, like um, trips to restaurants, bars, and uh, unique cuisines or something like that. Just give it a okay. little bit more of that okay. brighter flavor to it. That's going to help okay. a lot. And okay. I think the biggest thing that's going to really help you drive more traffic to your website is participating in a lot of uh, 
a lot of I, I know you like hashtag writing community a lot on Twitter, but also getting involved yeah. in different writing communities and maybe on sites like Quora and Medium where other people are posting content and they have pre-built content syndication platforms and distribution platforms. So they push your content out to more people. If people begin to start okay. seeing your content onto different places, they're going to click back okay. onto your profile, go and visit your website and be like, oh, oh cool. And that okay. kind of takes it. Yeah, I saw that. Into a full yeah, circle. I saw that you were on Quorum. Yeah, you you talk about Quorum a lot, so I wondered if that would be a, a place that you would suggest that I get connected with. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't heard a lot about it except for through you and a couple other people, but um, I'll take a look at that. Yeah, one of my clients, uh, we put up his first two. Uh, uh, pieces of content, brand new page, brand new everything. And in about four days, that reached about 11,000 reads. So wow, okay. there's a lot of potential on there to help you get uh, sure. views on exactly what it is that you're creating. Okay. Um, did right. you have any dying questions before the cl- uh, show ends? Hopefully one that's really <laughs> short to answer. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I can't believe that we're already here. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I've answered, I've, I've asked you all my questions, I believe. I mean, I just need to find somebody who can actually make all this stuff work for me now. That's all. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it, and also, you know, I mean, yeah, having uh, to switch the website from one platform to another, that's the other, that's the other big deal, you know. Yeah, it's a process. Ah. It takes a lot of time and a lot of work, but as time goes by, everything gets pieced together and then your your blog ends up growing and then you'll potentially be able to go out there and get the travel deals you're looking for, the hotel stays that you're looking for and everything else. Uh, Deb, I wanted to thank you so much for showing up for a personal brand consult today on another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. I'm really happy that we had the opportunity to speak today and share our stories and kind of help and kind of get to see an inside look in your life and how you're planning to grow out your uh, blog and everything. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, anytime. And if anyone wants to go and learn more about Deb, the website's kddzodzo.com. You could start to see the journey of the personal brand. And I'm sure that Deb will keep everyone updated with exactly what it is that's going to be coming out from the blog as time goes by and she builds out her personal brand. If you want to find me, you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.